You're listening to the Worshiping Musician Podcast. The reason we exist is to equip, develop, and release confident worshipers. We want to empower and increase confidence in musicians, singers, and artists to produce effectual worship unto God. Worshipers first, musicians second. Our hope is this will be a blessing to you today. Enjoy. All right, yes, Manuel Rodriguez here with you with the Worshiping Musician Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, listen, I just want to say thank you uh, for tuning in. If you if you enjoy this podcast, share it with somebody. If you don't like the podcast, well, share it with somebody else. I just always say that. <laughs> hey, well, God's been good. Hey, listen, there was uh, uh, last week, you go back to uh, last week's podcast, I was talking about moving prophetically. Uh, so today I want to talk about a question that Deborah asked. That's why I'm titling this Deborah asked. And she asked this in question. I was kind of sick. I couldn't hear. Deborah was uh, sitting in the back. Not my fault, not her fault. But I couldn't really hear the question very clear. And so then, and 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 so um, Monique was back there. So she said, this is what she said. Oh, okay. So she sent it to me. And so this is her question. And I'm going to answer the question. Okay, so who's setting the atmosphere to prophesy the instruments or the singers or the music itself how do you know when to or let the music or the person or the instrument prophesy that was a very good question i really like that question excuse me sometimes some people they think that that the instrument doesn't prophesy and I get it to a certain extent, but let's just go to the text real quick, okay? And then we, we you, you can you can decide yes or no if you like it or you don't like it. it that's up to you, okay? Just take it up with the Lord. Uh, so anyway, and 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 on a side note, you know what? I, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna put post the uh, link here. Uh, Josiah's on Open Waters uh, podcast. Talk about the spirit of the Levi, and, and and it was so good that I'm gonna post on here. Go go listen to that. It was really good uh, uh, because, you see, we're priests now, okay? And yes, we're Levites, but once we understand the role and the function of the Levites, then we can enter into priesthood, okay? So understand that, that once you know that, then you can enter into priesthood, but understand what the Spirit and what the what the Levites, what they did and who they are, how they were, they were dedicated. It was serious business, okay? They were militant uh, to, to, to an extent. So musicians who prophesy, uh, when you go to First Chronicles 25, verse 1, David and the chiefs of the service also set up apart for the service the sons of Asaph and of Heman and of Jeshuthan who prophesied with lyre, with harps and with cymbals. So generally at first, in the King James, it says that the chiefs of the service, so they were chief musicians, okay? So they were captains uh, of the army that were set apart. So in the New Living Translation, it says that uh, that the army commanders then appointed. So th there's a lot of stuff that's going on that can be unpacked. So we have to understand that these men uh, were... Uh, are not Levites in the sense of practical service, including uh, in the sacrifice and worship, but they were the priests and they were the, the chief musicians, okay, per se. And so uh, they, they, they knew exactly 
uh, what to do. So the gift of prophecy was in operation as they played their instruments. When you see 1 Samuel 10 and verse 5, it talks about, and as soon as they come to the city, they, you, you, as soon as you come to the city, they're talking to Saul, right? He goes, and that you um, uh, will meet a, a, a group, and another translation is a band of prophets coming down from the high place with a harp, with a tambourine, with a flute, with a lyre, before them prophesying. So, you know, then uh, God made these men with musical instruments, uh, with musical talent, and so they also um, uh, had the musical ability. It's not a spiritual gift, okay? Musical ability is not a spiritual gift. A spiritual gift is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. So through your instrument, come on somebody, the Holy Spirit can be manifested, okay? Because that's where he operates, okay? We have to understand that, that you know, first, it talks about how we move prophetically. Like I said, go to my last podcast. We have to learn how to move prophetically. We have to know he has more in his mind than we do. He's got, God has more in his mind than we do. Okay, seriously, because worship is an exchange. It's a, it's a dialogue. So to move prophetically uh, and to prophesy, uh, it, 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 it first starts, okay, I know we're on a little tangent there, but it first starts with the instruments, okay? It first, the, the setting, who sets the atmosphere? Well, it first starts with the instruments because as you can see that in First Chronicles 25, and in and verse 3 it says, and, and they, they thanked and praised and flow uh, uh, like, like, uh, like they, they were flowing together. They were inspired together. So they played with the harps and the cymbals who prophesied with harp, verse 1, right? So they prophesied in harp. So they sang uh, prophecies or, or, or prophetic, but they also prophesied on their instruments. So musicians can prophesy, therefore, with their voice and also with the instrument. So it first starts with this. So musicians, we need to be sensitive, okay, in the leading of the Holy Spirit so that we could play the instrument in a way that opens up the hearts of the congregation or the hearts of even the peers that you're uh, in who you're with around with you know and uh, to more of God to more of what it is that God wants see an an anointed musician okay an anointed minstrel okay interludes or plays spontaneously in the spirit as a strategy moment he knows that that because he carries something See, an anointed minstrel, an, an anointed Levi carries something. They knew how to carry the presence of God. See, David, David, when David wanted to bring the ark, because he, he wanted it, he wanted it, right? He said, bring it to me. Okay, that's what he said. He said, bring it to me. So what he did, he did it the way the Philistines did it, which they put it in a cart. So they're going in the cart and then going on this road because it's fast. And we want things fast. And we're so worse too. We're too fast to do things sometimes. And it's not that I don't like slow songs or fast songs. I like both, okay? Because God moves in both. Or medium songs, whatever you want to call it, okay? Uh, uh, temples, okay? That's what I'm talking about, temples. Slow tempo, medium tempo, or fast tempo. God likes them all. But are we moving 
in, in being sensitive with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we wait too much. And we overthink what it is that God wants to do. See, because God has a lot to say more than we do. And, and so we have a tendency to just to break that moment. And it could be just like with a drum solo or, or with the sound of the guitar or, or, or the trumpet or the sax. And it could just, there's a holy moment that's coming in and allow that instrument to begin to sit uh, in the atmosphere what the Lord wants to say. Because like earlier today, I was talking with Eli and we, re we were reading uh, Psalms 22. And the first verse one, it says, my God, my God. And we begin to, 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 to sing the scripture, bara, bara, my God, my God. And we begin to play it. And then he was all like, oh, dad, I understand. It says, yeah, so you play the scripture. So the, the musicians through their instrument are playing the scripture, come on, okay? They were playing the scripture. So play the script, the scripture, musicians, and prophesy with your instrument for that moment, for then for the singers to come and join in and to bring, they might get the revelation, my God, my God. And you're not even saying it, you're playing it on the guitar, on the piano. And so therefore, then the instruments begin to, to, to prophesy. Okay, so we need to learn to prophesy an in instrument and playing and being played through. Okay, we need to learn and to know what it is to be played through and to prophesy. Okay, so both musicians are, are singers. And, and prophets as they prophesy with their instrument because they're gifted in that. As the harpist played, the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and he, and he began to prophesy. Okay, in other words, th there was a, 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 a certain victory that God was about to give them over the, over, over, over the enemy because he knew that God was going to do something. See, the senior musicians that David appointed in the tabernacle, they were seers. Mm -hmm. And so they could see things. So anyway, um, so to answer that, it begins, that question, Deborah, let me go back, <laughs> is that who, who's setting the atmosphere to prophesy? It begins with the instruments and then with the singers. And so the music itself is what the musicians are playing the key and the, the keys are frequencies and they're 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 uh they're saying something and so when the music begins then to blend or to flow with the singers and the singers not that the singers are out of tune but they get in tune with the flow what's going on and that a scripture will rise up there's nothing more powerful than to sing or, or to say a part of a scripture as part of a prophetic word. So a lot of times when we move prophetically uh, and we, we just sing and, you know, we say, oh, I see flowers. Okay, that, that's that's pretty. That's nice. But what is it? You know, I see an army. Like, that's powerful. 
you know, I see victory flags. I see white flags. I see purple flags, royalty that's coming in. You know what I mean? One time this guy told me about a dream that he saw a man under a tree eating honey and then he woke up. And he asked me, what does that mean, man? And I said, that man, okay, asked God to maybe he could show you his face and then maybe he'll show you that person. That person is eating the word of God because the word of God is like honey. It's sweet. Oh, come on. And so... Uh, so a lot of times we don't understand that, but when we put it with the scripture, with the word, then we can then understand what it is. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want anything. So if, you, if there's something that you want other than God, then it's not scripture. Oh, wait, come on, somebody. Anyway, but um, so just know that God is faithful and God's willing to perform and to do what he said he would do. Hey, well, you know what? God bless you. Thank you for joining me. Hey, I just want to let you know that my book is out, The Practice of Silaim. And also, uh, we have Patreon that uh, we're coming out with, with exclusive content, content on there that won't be on the podcast, but stuff on there about what's going on in the background, new releases, shirts, discounts, things like that. Okay. More workshops are coming up. We have another workshop coming up. Uh, we're going to... Uh, uh, shoot for uh, February 2024. All right. Amen. So continue to to worship the Lord, praise Him, love Him. God is faithful and God is good. Love you guys. We'll talk to you later. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye.